Welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Rebellious Infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious Infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark, CEO of Leadership at a Serial Entrepreneur, International Speaker, and Longtime Coach in Professional Baseball Coaching in three World Series. And I'm with my good friend, Scott Knudsen. Hey, Scott, what's up, buddy? Hey, doing great, Trent. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, man, I am super excited about this, Scott. You know, we are relatively new friends, and man, you've just got a great background and great story. And you know my background in sports. And man, you got a lot of background in sports, rodeo, Texas cowboy, man. I love it. And what a story to tell. So I'm excited about getting to go on today. Thank you. I am too, man. I'm ready to share some stories. Awesome. So for your listeners uh, out there, super excited to bring Scott on before that, this show, have you ever faced stiff adversity, felt like the losses are mounting and you need to find a better way? Well, I think you came to the right place. Whether you are already an entrepreneur, athlete, business leader, or just looking to start your journey to being elite, this is the spot. I bring one percenters on here to talk about their life, their trials, their times, what they learn, and what you can learn from them. And Scott will not disappoint. It is awesome. So let's get in. Scott, where can they find you on the world of the internet? Where does everybody find you? Cowboy Entrepreneur. On Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all the social media sites. On LinkedIn, it's Scott Knutson. Every other platform, it's Cowboy Entrepreneur. Scott Knutson. Perfect. And Scott, grew up in Georgetown, just outside of Austin. Fifth generation cowboy. You're an yeah. entrepreneur. have done all sorts of different things. You've got this great background of Thank tennis you. with Billie Jean King and Martina right. Navratilo. I love yeah. that. And yeah. you've got, your, of course, your show, Cowboy Entrepreneur, yeah. which is massive. you got the... The coffee line, uh, yeah, which is, uh, is that Java Cowboy? It's the Cowboy Entrepreneur Coffee, and you find it at javacowboy.com. Javacowboy.com. Okay, Cowboy mm-hmm. Entrepreneur Coffee. There we go. Yeah. And we got all sorts of things to talk about your background, including a guy who's broken 60 bones. You've been a board member of a theater company, of course, yeah. because, you know, acting and is exactly what you wanted to get involved in, right? <laughs> and yeah. What's one thing most people don't know about you, Scott? One thing, 16 years ago at the ranch, I was holding my one-year-old daughter. I met my wife and my daughter down at the barn, and I was hit by lightning. So that, that's probably one thing most people don't know yet, so... Hit by lightning. I mean, lightning. first of all, everyone always talks about, right? Hey, there's, there's better chances to win the lottery, right? Than getting yeah. hit by lightning, right? I mean, I wish I did that instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> and, and what's amazing is that the lightning struck you to the top of your head, went out your hand. Right. The daughter, the one-year-old baby goes on unscathed. Yes. Yeah, that just 
a miracle. Absolutely. Miracle, right? Absolutely. I mean, miracle. And Absolutely. of course, you're the ground. And, yeah. and, and probably what a lot of people in the cowboy world who are working on ranches know some serious dangers about lightning on the plains. Whereas, you know, us city folk, right? We don't even think twice like, oh, hey, man, there's lightning. Like, don't swing the golf club. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point, Trent. You know, and we were looking, it wasn't bad weather or anything, but the lightning strike traveled 15 miles. There's a name for it. And, you know, or we wouldn't have had our daughter out in it. And uh, it it just found us. Man, I mean, that it's truly a one in life experience, right? And of course, just part of your story of a lot of once in a lifetime experiences, mostly really good, but a couple challenges along the way, as most people know, when you find successful people, we go through some trials. Tell me a little bit about, you know, as a kid, like, did you know, hey, listen, man, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be a cowboy. This is what I'm going to do. It's all going to be about the cowboy life. I mean, fifth generation, that's got to yeah. be pretty well ingrained. It's it, 100% trend. It's ingrained. And, and you know, my dad, he was into the – he was a cowboy for sure, and he was also into business. My mom was out in the community doing a lot and raising kids. And, you know, I fell underneath that tree right there. I wanted to be in the community, help where I can, and – be a cowboy and I love business. I think it's also one of the things that business leaders and, and you know, obviously epicenters of business are often the city, right? Mm-hmm. Dallas, you know, you got right. the big city and, you know, for me, Chicago and LA and, you know, all these things that we think about, we don't right. think cowboy and farmers are entrepreneurs, but that's exactly yeah. what they are to me. Yeah, it, it, it's so true. You know, and, and, and just in the horse industry alone, I think the number is 50 billion direct. And 132 billion indirect in the impact in in the uh, economy. And there's wow. 1.2 million jobs or so. I, I took that from the American Horse Council. They were on our show. 1.2 million jobs in the industry. So it's a big industry. It's just scattered out. Yeah, and the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show is booming, right? You started with a podcast, we're, went to the radio show, and mm-hmm. looks like going to be syndicated soon. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're blessed for sure. Yeah, picking up more. Well, that's uh, awesome. So more where, where can people tune in? to the, contra- the Cowboy Entrepreneur on radio stations, on the podcast. Well, tell us where we can find that. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Trent. So on the podcast, it's on you can go on YouTube on Cowboy Entrepreneur, but it's on Spotify, Apple, Google, iTunes. I think there's 15 or 16 different platforms that carry us now. And on the radio, it's KCAA out in California, and that's an NBC affiliate. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's amazing. Cool. I was just down in Fort Worth, and I went to awesome. the stockyards. Yeah. Right? And, and then I, I was at the stockyards and I saw the radio station right there in yeah. downtown Fort Worth that is, you know, producing directly for folks in, in the industry. Right. I mean, yeah. it is just an industry targeted to the rodeo, cowboy, obviously cattle, uh, anyone yeah. in the cattle business. I mean, tons of outreach just out of this. So it's very cool being in downtown Fort Worth and being in the stockyard area, which I find to just be a unique place to visit. It really is. And and they're so welcoming down there. You yeah. know, some of the streets are brick still. And they'll do a cattle drive down the street. You know, big business is down there, but it doesn't feel like it. You know, it's welcoming and it's a great place for sure. Well, I think that's what's probably the most thing that's impressed me about, you know, when you talk about entrepreneurs in the cowboy space, right? Cattle, mm-hmm. farming, all these, you know, horses, people that work hard play hard, very humble. Like I'm reminded of the movie and I want to think it's, it's called the gift. I can't recall, but it's really well done where 
this man has to, it's a young trust fund kid, has to go down and get his inheritance, right? And the grandfather really sees something in this kid as a leader and he sends him to his good friend, right? I remember that, yes. And who owns the cattle and he's like, hey, when are we going to get to your property? He's like, hey, we've been driving on it the last 20 miles, right? <laughs> I like, love it. And he's yeah. got a fixed post, right? Like, yeah, hey, absolutely. you're just going to mend this fence. And, you know, and you look to the horizon line yeah. and going, I don't know when this job's going to be done. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it's, love it's it, a, man. It, it's a lesson in hard work. And I think there's a lot of lesson of humility in that about what it takes to actually get her all done, you know? Absolutely. You know, but after, after you finish that fence, you turn around, you look and it's a straight fence and everything's perfect. You know, you did your job. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, you know, I think even now, us city slickers, right? I find one of the most gratifying events is going out and mowing my lawn because you and I as yeah, entrepreneurs yeah. know how many times we get involved with projects and it may be nine months. It may be nine years until you see the finish. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. man, you go to a lawn, you go, Hey, I don't, I look, I just did that. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks good for now. I mean, I don't know how it's going to look next Friday, but yeah, yeah like, it looks good now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It just motivates you. Let's, let's talk about, you know, the show winners find a way it's taken from a quote from the four disciplines of execution. By Chris McChesney, Sean Covey from Covey fame. That's the son played quarterback at Utah or at BYU. And the quote is winners when shown data that they are losing, find a way to win. And man, a guy who's been out farming, been out on the cowboy, been on the circuit, been in this horse trade for, for years. You have faced all sorts of adversity, 60 plus broken bones, nine Mm -hmm. concussions. Talk to me, broken neck. Right. Three really close brushes with life, like life or death. Right. Absolutely. Yes. You know, talk to us about one of those times you were down. Hey, didn't look good. What do we do? What do you do? What do you recommend to us when things aren't exactly in the right direction and you need to turn around, get back on that line of, of the direction you want to go? Well, you just can't dwell on it. So when something happens, you just have to not even focus on it. You can focus on getting better, getting well, fixing a problem, but you have to focus on your end goal. And I was riding a Colt and and uh, you mentioned the broken neck, so I'll go there. I was riding a Colt and I, I knew he was going to be tough. And, and we were working together and he just got to the point where he just didn't want to do anything. He was mad. I knew this horse very well. And he stopped and he just jumped and flipped over backwards. So the apex was uh, my neck and it was then me, then the saddle, then this 1200 pound horse and it broke it. And I remember laying there in the sand and I was feeling, of course, I went numb and it was a bad deal. I remember the cold sand and it's so vivid even today. I wasn't mad at the horse. You know, I was a little bit disappointed in me putting myself in that position. But my end goal, I was already thinking, how am I going to walk again? How are we going to get well? What's the next thing we're going to do? And man, how can I fix that horse? You know, what can I do to get him better? And, you know, that just started the progress. And then we were in the hospital. And it's funny how things lead. I was in the hospital. My daughter was there. My wife was there. And, and it was just a great place. They took care of us so well. And the, the chef at the hospital says, Haley, what would you like from the kitchen? She said, I love a milkshake. And they were like, oh, man, we don't have any ice cream at this hospital. But the next day they brought up a milkshake for her. Out of that whole thing, I remember that hospital paid attention to that one little detail. And I learned yeah. that. We got well, you know, because I didn't focus on the in- injury. And uh, we were able to walk in, got well, and worked on that horse and became friends. Yeah. I think there is that, that tendency, like we can lean into that. Woe is me, right? Absolutely. Like, Hey, this happened. I don't know why I could have done, you know, and I think a lot of us when it happens is woulda, coulda, shoulda, 
right? You know, I, I could have done this. I, I should have done that. I would have, if I had you know, do it again, I, I would have done it like this if I was thinking straight, you know, and, and, and part of that is, and we're blaming ourselves, right? And, mm-hmm. but I think part of it climbs into that by doing it. I think we claim it, we, we climb into that victim mode a little bit. Is that fair? Yeah. It's very easy to do. You just can't let yourself do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And probably easier said than done. For, yeah. you know, a lot of folks who, who are mm-hmm. facing a tough situation, right. you know, and I, I love this and you've seen a lot of these things like, you know, the lightning strike, which is a traumatic brain injury, TBI. And mm-hmm. we've had another guy on our show before who had a TBI, was hit by a car, hit and run. And just, you know, talking through that relearning basics, right? Like, I mean, talk a little bit about how, how do you feel as, as a grown man uh-huh. when you sit down with your two-year-old and she can color better in the lines than you can. Uh, she did. Oh my goodness, she did. And she can still read and write better than I can. But, you know, I didn't feel bad about myself. I didn't feel bad in the position. I'm not going to say I cherished being on the ground trying to color with my daughter, but I don't know if, if I didn't have the lightning, if I would have, you know, right. I, I always spent time with her. So I look at that positive. So when I walk outside in the morning, I'll look around and enjoy that day. Yeah. You know, it taught me lessons but I let it teach me the lesson, just like business. You know, I've had businesses fail. I've had businesses succeed and I've learned lessons and I I just let them teach me. And it's almost the rubber ball thing. You know, the harder, the higher it bounce, the further, you know, the harder you push it down. And that's just kind of the way I look at it. You know, the only way to get up here is to be learn from it, learn from the fall. I think the other thing that I take from that is that when you've had experiences that are tough, right? Tough, life-threatening, there has to be, maybe I haven't had one that close, but, and don't wish it really, you know, not asking no, no. for it, by the way, Lord, you know, just remember <laughs> no, that real quick. No, I did it for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you taking one for the team. I think there is that. One of the gifts I've heard on a number of times, I've talked to people about that, is the gift of a heightened awareness of life present, the, the present. Like what's in this day right now? Wake up and be thankful for that, right? Which which we're called by the Lord to do every day, right? Every day. Hey, every I'm day. gonna be I'm gonna be thankful and be glad in it, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's great, Trent. Yeah, absolutely. We're called to do it, but it, it just makes you appreciate it even more. It just heightened my senses. Where it might have dulled my senses in some areas, it definitely heightened them in others. Yeah, and that's one spot for sure. It did. You know, I look at it also that if somebody's struggling or they do have a brain injury or hurt or whatever the case, I can talk to them. They can look at me and say, man, okay, it's it's something uh, we can get over. If that guy can do it, I know I can do it. And when we're out talking, you know, and speaking at different places, we talk about some of this. And I think once they see the bumps and the bruises and the the failed whatever, it encourages them, you know, because all they hear is the successful, successful part. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things that I take away from is we heal, Absolutely. right? And, you know, our body's an amazing thing. Yeah. And I think that that's a huge thing. It may not be quickly, but you know, if I look at you, you, you know, out of all these things, right. You speak mm-hmm. pretty well. You don't, you, you don't sound like there's any cognitive inability here. No. You're a good looking dude. And you've had your whole yeah. face smashed, you know, and, yeah, and had you. two plates in your face. You yeah. know, you're a handsome man and you got you. a beautiful family and you're not running a ranch from a wheelchair. No, I, I'm really blessed. You know, honestly, I feel better now than I ever have. And mentally and physically and spiritually, all three. And, I, you know, I just live really disciplined. I watch what I eat. I, I wake up early. I work out. I have my schedule and I stick to it. And, and I think with the injuries and other things, it's taught me don't waste your day. Don't waste a minute and, and work your plan and have a plan. And, yeah. and that's really helped me to stay in shape and mentally and physically be 
able to do what I still can do. Well, let's talk about this third close, this close knit with, uh, you know, the Reaper, right? Is you're doing the right things. You're a guy who's like, hey, I'm going to stay healthy. I'm going to drink water. I got my bottle. Every day I load up my water and I go to work and, man, I'm going to drink my gallon of water today. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated out there. Not put myself in a situation I could get, you know, bent out of shape here. And it's good for me. Then all of a sudden. You wake up or just it starts seeing that you're losing weight. All these things are going on. Tell us what happened. Man, you know, so so we're working out. We're still living our days and we're carrying that water bottle around. And I just started noticing I was losing weight. I was losing a little energy. And I was like, I was trying to figure it out. There had to be a reason. It's just like business. There's a reason why you're losing. What, why are we losing? That's and right. I didn't change my diet. I was still getting the same amount of sleep. And I just, I didn't know. And my mind never goes to the negative. So I was just thinking of something. We're going to work through it. And I remember going down to one knee in front of our bed. And I said, I was telling my wife or I asked my wife, I said, I think we need to go to the hospital. And we went. And once again, I, I don't look at the wall. I look at what's around it. And while we're there driving, we're talking to the nurses like, hey, when we, when can we get out? I got stuff to do today. Or what do you think is happening? And they were like, we don't know if you're going to leave, you know, or if you can leave or when you can leave. And, you know, it was a little sobering, not scary. And, you know, they just started taking care of me. And I could see the, the tension in the room. My wife is used to me getting out of those hospitals and she was surprised when she's thinking nothing's going to kill this guy, by the way. Oh my goodness, bless her heart. She knows the way to every hospital in the County, but you guys, uh, you guys must be first, first name basis with all the physicians in the County. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we built the wing, um, <laughs> but you know, we just didn't think that way. And it was weeks, like it, it was days, almost a week later and we got to get home and the doctors were incredible. And, you know, we saw some things on that one and it, it humbled me in other ways where the other two, they humbled the other two close calls, if not all the way calls, this one really did. And I'll look at things even more different. You know, like I know my family's taken care of. I know this is good. Now just go live yeah. your life the way we're supposed to. So, yeah. And the whole, the whole source of mm-hmm. this issue is a parasite in a bottle. Just not it, a, it was a parasite in a bottle, Trent. That, that yes. was it. And, yeah. and, you know, I was washing it. I'm not a dirty kind of guy. You know, I was washing right. it, cleaning it. But they said you had to soak it in bleach. You know, it was a special yeah. kind of plastic. I didn't know. But it was E. coli and OK-147 and C. diff, all three at the same time. Oh. Yeah, it, it's Man. terrible. But so I don't care. Amazing. And, you know, you're thinking like the most harmless thing, right? Hey, I'm drinking water. I'm doing what's good for me. I'm not yeah. out here, you know, drinking beer or drinking soda all day. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing what I think is best for me. Right. And what I was told to do and, you know, I'm disciplined. I'm following my routine. Right. And mm-hmm. it's crazy. The little things. And, you know, we often talk about that, like, you know, for people that go into the jungles and get like dysentery and things like that, like it is right. the smallest little parasite that'll take down the body, right? It's this little right. thing that's nothing that all of a sudden gets in and the infection spreads. Alex Smith talks about that, the football player who, mm-hmm. who you know, got his leg broke and then it got that little bit of infection, right? And then all of a sudden the whole thing was just eating his leg, right? It's almost, it, it just, you relate it to life or business. You know, it just takes that one little thing to mess up a great thing. And it's just the way, if how you fix the one little thing. And absolutely. If you had to look back, like, you know, hey, you've, you've accomplished a bunch of things in your life, get great family. I, I want to talk about certainly the, the Latin K, the Knudsen, you know, the family line and lineage. What do you think the superpower 
for Scott Knudsen that separates you from others, kind of catapults you to that 1%, Scott? Rebellious infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. If you are a business or organization leader and want expert advice, coaching, and guidance to help you build your team to be the best, then email Trent directly at trent at leadershipity.com or connect with him at Trent M. Clark on LinkedIn.